Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Questioning a better way, one gracefully disruptive conversation at a time. Test, 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 test. Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila, uh, episode four, I want to say. Uh, very exciting today. I've got a longtime friend, uh, business associate, <laughs> and uh, yeah, all around uh, life homie in the mix today, Katie G. I'm going to let her introduce herself, but today we're going to be talking about um fostering life skills through sports and the importance of athletics and how uh, those life skills and relationships carry over into the professional world and how much um, the culture of both of those uh, are instrumental in our professional worlds and kind of the door, some of the doors that's opened up and anything around that. So without further ado, I'm going to let Katie talk a little bit about herself and where she came from and what she does. I like am smile like beaming smiling over here because I'm like this is so cool. <laughs> you know how people, people have like um, things on their bucket list like oh I wanna I wanna learn Spanish or play the piano or like run a marathon. Mine literally I haven't told you this I was waiting for this moment. Seriously, podcast? Well, it wasn't just podcast in general. When you were like I think I'm gonna do a podcast, I was like dear God I gotta figure out how to get on that. <laughs> well, it didn't take long, dude. <laughs> I mean, episode four here we are. Yeah, exactly. Um, so a little intro. My name mean? is Katie Gerhard, Katie hey. G. Um, from Colorado, went to Arapaho High School, yeah. played lacrosse, went to wildly, went to the same college, George Mason, shout out. Um, after that, kind of bounced around on the East Coast for like 10 years, moved back to Colorado for a little bit. Um, what I do now, I work for Miller Coors, greatest company in the world. Not a plug, true, true feeling. She is a true ambassador. True of feeling. Um, so all around, uh, Coors Light fan and been doing that for about four years. Come from a big family and I mean, I, I love that this is what we're talking about. I remember I was like, so what do I need to prepare? You're like, just <laughs> absolutely nothing. <laughs> talk about sports and business and it really is. It's incredible. Like. We just got done rapping for three and a half hours yeah. without recording, but really how much it does like align and go hand in hand with everything. Well, so not to age myself, but when I, I had gone to college at George Mason, so we have two Colorado natives here that had found their way to George Mason University in Fairfax, Virginia, basically for lacrosse mm -hmm. and the business program-ish. Um, and I, I think I was many years older than Katie, but I had started my first company, CRS Lacrosse, Colorado Rising Stars. And we um, were doing coaches and or doing camps and tournaments and team sales and basically whatever we could throughout the year. And um, test, test, test. Okay. All right, we're back. We just we're realized live. that that was not recording, which is amazing. So we had a bunch of good stories that were not recorded. Anyways. You sound so bomb, but we, this, this version so is going to be so much better. It's going to be so much better. We're, we're two beers deep now. I was going to say right. the can's half full. Um, well, jumping back in. Started lacrosse. <laughs> we're here to talk about life skills through sports. Uh, this is adversity. We're, we're down We're down that half, and now we got to come back and win the game. So that's going to happen. Um, <laughs> why don't we jump right into situations where uh, – 
those life skills that we've, you know, learned through being in college and sports teams and whatnot have really parlayed into the professional world. Um, Katie, you had told a good story. Will you tell it one more time? Because it's a perfect example. <laughs> do you want me to, do you want me to repeat what I told first or do you want me my new I mean, new follow, version? I'm gonna let you choose. Follow your heart. Um all right, so I'll do a little bit of a repeat of what was initially yours or mine. That was mine. See, I always uh, do this dent in the can. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a well, thing. What does that mean? It's personal branding. Oh, okay. She dents the cans of her beers. And I turn it to the left, the cap to the left. Oh my gosh. Okay, go ahead. Whatever. I just smash on my head like I'm <laughs> yeah. <at> yeah. <laughs> Let's go, it's three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um no, so Kind of what I learned, and, and I think every athlete can can attest to this, is, you know, your coach always has that rule of if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. And if if you're, you know, late, then you're running sprints. So it's, it's kind of drilled into your head. And I think that translates so well into professional world, you know, whatever your career is, whether it's super lax or, or super, super buttoned up where you're wearing a suit and tie every day. I think it's just kind of a human thing where it um, relates to, like – respect for other people's time and um the other piece was kind of the discipline thing um you learn a lot of discipline with with sports you know making sure that if you need to um I don't know go and get ice before practice or or get up extra early so make sure you get a breakfast in before your practice um and I think that totally translates to the professional world you know if you've got an early morning meeting or um something along those lines, you got to get up and prepare and, and have things prepared, you know, in advance. And I think that just, I mean, there, I see a night and day difference, um, especially when I first came out of college trying to get into and establish myself as a professional is just having that, that readiness and, and prepared and showing that, you know, you got your ducks in a row before you even show up is huge. Totally. And I think, the coach, you know, recognizes that and now boss recognizes that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice when it's ingrained so early because that just becomes normal to you instead of like, oh, I'm learning the skill or I'm doing this because I learned how to do it. It's just like, no, that's what you do. Yeah. And it's already there. And that's why I love working with fellow athletes and or the few times I've had to hire hire fellow athletes because I know we speak the, like, the, that language and it's not even that it's better or worse. We're just, we have that commonality. So I know that when I'm speaking in sports metaphors, like again, it's, you know, fourth quarter and we're down by 10, we need to rock and roll. Like they're going to get what I'm saying, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that you use varsity too, in like all of your <laughs> life, like this is my varsity human. That's a varsity restaurant. Like it just goes on said, whether you're yeah. a, an athlete or you, you're a musician or in band or, you know, whatever is um, people get that. They know the difference between JV and varsity. And I've, I've started to use that because I'm, I'm in a certain yeah. level and year-wise within my company. So when I'm talking to customers, you know, I say that. I use that all the time. Like, hey, this is nice. JV. Let's move to varsity. And they're like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I didn't play varsity, but I totally get what you're saying. <laughs> well, and that's, and that's a good point right there because I think some people can look at it and be like, oh, that's very elitist. And like, no, it's not the point because every one of us can have super like JV moments where I'm like, oh, like that was just like subpar. Yeah, not the best. Moment. But it's important you have those. So you can be like, okay, let's get back to what it should be. Varsity level of thinking. And I do think it's um, – it can transcend those barriers. Even if you weren't an athlete, you kind of get it. Maybe you're like, you know, the headliner of the show in theater or whatever, you know, some of these other higher markers are and whatever your respective trade or sport or whatever is. Um, you understand like when you have like lower level thinking and you're not necessarily your best self. And then, okay, we know we need to tighten up the game here. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like the varsity level stuff. And what I was saying earlier is like the <laughs> sports or theater or whatever can provide such a phenomenal filter um, for like-minded people yeah. that, you know, 
want to question a better way, not because they're getting paid, not because they're, you know, their coach says to do it just because they want to. And I, I gave a shout out to Katie around, you know, again, she freaking shows up in like, she's playing for team cores. She's got the hat, the jacket, orders it at the, at the bar. Like this girl bleeds the brand. And it's not because they're giving her bonuses to go out there and like be a Cora's brand ambassador influencer. It's just because that's how she rolls. She gets on the team and she like commits to the team. And it's so hard as a hiring human to find people that really want to do that. And mm-hmm. it's not that it's good or bad. It's just not that you think that your work needs to be your life, but it's really hard to find that people want to put their heart and soul into their, their job and what they're doing. And that's okay. I think balance is crucial and something I've had to learn the hard way, but it's kind of my natural um, inclination to like be all in. Like I'm either on this team or I'm not. Yes. And, and that's so a like, very athletic mindset. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm saying that's right or zero. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, tumor gentile, you've got to find balance in all things, but I appreciate that because then, you know, you don't have to micromanage that person. You can kind of let them do their thing because you genuinely trust their authenticity and their genuine support. And obviously where you can, you're happy to compensate them accordingly, but it's really nice knowing that someone genuinely believes in the product and mission outside of just the paycheck. Yeah. Um, so kudos to you into that. We went on a long wind situation there. Um, but- now, now I don't get a bonus. <laughs> yeah, because I got cut out. Hi guys. That's all you get. <laughs> um, but it's cool when that happens. And um, Cores, if you're listening, you got to hang on to this one. I promise you. But again, it doesn't really happen all the time. And if you, as I mean, your time, energy, and days are numbered like mine and everybody else. If you can find a lot goes into work. If you can find that team that you genuinely want to play on mm-hmm. and be a part of, that's priceless. Regardless of getting you're paid, yeah. if you're enjoying how you're spending your days, you don't get me wrong. I don't doubt days. Some days it's hard. Um, it's incredible when you, you want to show up to work. I think yeah. I mean, there's there's so much that comes just within that comment, and I think more. It's I mean, vastly changed in the last ten years. Is is people aren't just, you know, punching a time card anymore. They want to, they want to care. They want to, like, I, people who bleed for whatever it is, I love those people because you can just feel their passion and it, it re-energizes batteries. And literally every time I come back to Colorado, I'm back here like once a quarter now, every single time it's, you know, and, and I'll share kudos right back is because you just see, you just see this world in a, in a different light and, um, it's, you don't have time for the bullshit and it's, yeah. it's very re-energizing and recharges my batteries and it's, it's fast moving, but that's kind of the mentality uh, around it. It's like, you know, Hey, this is what we need to do. Boom. Let's go. We'll figure it out later. And yeah. I, I love that. And I think we talked a little bit about authenticity and, and kind of being raw and, and being real. And there's a confidence piece to that. You got to grow into that for sure. And I, Lord knows I went through a lot of awkward shit, but once you get there, I mean, people really get behind that. Yeah. We spoke about, you know, um, it's the, the marketing space, like the athletic space is pretty crazy. Uh, and then it's, it's transitioning and growing and I see it as overwhelming and hard and difficult, but also super exciting because young people, new companies, companies that don't have funding, people that have something to say, but don't really have a platform there. It's, it's more equal space than it ever has been. Um, you know, you've got big companies that have major funds and major, um, ties politically, locally, whatever distribution, and they've done things a certain way and they've always done it that way. And, you know, maybe it's 60 plus CEOs that have never been on Instagram and they're very disconnected from the ground level of where they're actually selling. Um, and now, but in the space, you've got consumers that know everything. They're Google, social media. Access um, to literally everything. everything. All your skeletons, anatomy of what you are. Yeah. Yes, literally all the details. So they can pick into these companies and, and the differentiation between the CEO and the consumer is unreal. And that experience is unreal. So it, 
it's it's cool to see how much opportunities within that that with our big players having to evolve and find a way to speak to our young people mm-hmm. and then seeing how our young people really understand how much power they have voting with their dollar or getting to understand a company and even if they only have a few dollars they will search into a company and choose another one maybe that isn't as convenient or as inexpensive as that other company they didn't like because they got to know them and they saw things that they didn't like mm-hmm. um and that's very foreign for companies to understand that you know oh wait the consumer actually can see all this stuff we didn't put in this pretty uh, polished marketing light. Now they know the truth. Well, right. Shit. Yeah. But it, the companies that spend extra and go hard to do things the right way come to the surface. And yeah. It costs them, but not in the long run. People totally. I mean, consumers, marketers today. It's not so much of oh, let's let's change the color on our packaging and and you know that'll buy us a hundred thousand more you know loyal customers it's really it's not only about your your packaging or your brand or your product it's also about what you represent and the and the people within that and the people who lead from that and so i think you know kudos to to our company um we talked about this is transparency that's really really hard to do with a huge company fortune 500 company from you know top to bottom and, and well, have 40, that 50 100 years of tradition yeah and then i mean heritage and legacy i, I don't want to come off any any way skewed from that heritage oh. and legacy and tradition are, are huge and vastly important and shit we wouldn't be where we are today if we didn't have that right. but i think understanding that there's a there's an appreciation to that but also understanding that um you know it has changed the environment has changed and people do want to know all the ins and outs you know if you have the the fastest car but, um, you know, people don't believe or connect with what you're, what you're selling or what you're doing, then consumers are smart enough and they have access to that, that they're just like, you know, no qualms. I'll go ahead and switch my decision on a whim. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of higher end CEOs that have been there for 20 plus years fully understand that. I don't think that they're fully sold that our consumers will spend their money elsewhere. And so I think there's transition. Because I do think a lot of people still go with convenience and kind of, you know, eight to 12 times of exposure to an ad, whatever, you, you know, you, there's you respond to that uh, marketing um, or call to action or whatever it might be. So I think there's time and transition within that. But the sooner you can understand that the consumer does care and that now you're $20,000 millionaires that don't have a lot of money will spend for that $1,000 concert ticket because they care more about experience than they do looking a certain way or wearing a nice watch or wearing a certain clothes they'd rather spend. Like they spend their money so different. Mm-hmm. So every the market you used to once target might be completely different. It might be a lower income, but they but that demographic now spends for these kinds of things. Right. And this is such like, I mean, very generally speaking, this is such advanced conversation and it's so undigestible for our higher ups. And literally had conversations saying, well, that's not our target demographic. And then I'll go to said music festival and it's, you know, 22 year olds that don't make any money, but they spent all their saved money on this concert ticket experience because they care about it. Yep. And then, you know, all the quote unquote rich people didn't come because it's all young kids. So you targeted one audience and then another one showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, so really simple example, but you see it all the time. And that's exciting because it's like music and YouTube. Anyone can put anything out there and you're starting to see these artists or have been for a while now come to the surface and get big deals because they made a name for themselves just being themselves and right. being online. It's not this fully packaged. And don't get me wrong, I'm a super fan of boy bands and Britney and, and Christina oh, yes. and all the marketed situations. But now you don't need that. Mm-hmm. And it's totally disrupting the music game. It has been. And now we're starting to see it in marketing. And so for the ones like cores that are really like leaning into the culture and really highlighting what they've always done right is amazing. You take yeah. all these creative marketing dollars and all you got to do is tell the truth. 100%. And, and that, you know, is, is totally true for 
human beings too. Yeah. Um, you know, walking up and I I meet with a a lot of customers for the first time on a on a regular basis, and you know, I'm one of 200 people who want to talk to them that day about you know whatever it is you're trying to get done X Y or Z. And coming up and starting the conversation with, hey, the weather's really nice out today versus, man, I tried this, you know, new sneaker last night and and fell in love with it because of X, Y, Z. I mean, that's a total different level of conversation. And I think we were so strapped for time. Everyone is so strapped for time that coming off, shooting from the hip, being authentic, being raw and actually trying. It's, it's so ironic with social media because social media is such a disconnect. I mean, you really are. People are connecting by looking on Instagram and looking on, on Facebook or Twitter or and whatever. And it's almost not over the marketing. You put your highlight reel out there and you only highlight the good parts. Yeah, 100%. So you're you're connecting on like a visual uh, from distance, whereas people are thirst and strive for connection on a real level. Like instead of let's email, let's go grab coffee face-to-face and like feel each other's energy and, and body language and figure it out. And so I think there's – such a big piece of that not only in in business athletics but just day-to-day life with between human beings absolutely what do you so i mean so someone this is a good moment um for some solid biz advice uh put on my tuxedo yeah exactly oh we didn't even get that Mm -mm. i was saying we talked about the parallels between you know sports fostering life skills through sports and then it transitioning to the business world and i had noted the business world kind of cracks me up or marketing in general because they take otherwise simple concepts and then put a tuxedo on them. Um, you know, anything from uh, KIPs, like key perform- or KPIs, hello, um, key performance indicators. It's, you know, it, to me, it's like, what's what's your record? Oh, we won 20 games, lost five. Okay, noted. Like, you don't have to put yeah. this tuxedo on things, but that's business world's, uh, you know, KYP, kids to know your personnel. Like, I didn't know, know that one. Oh, yeah. My, it's know your teammate. It's like shit you should just do and know. But right. It's like... You, you stamp a label on yeah. it. My, yeah. My favorite is strategic initiatives, oh, yeah. which is a very polished way of saying, what the hell do you want to get done? Yes. Like, what is our end goal? Go and do it. No, what's your strategic initiative? I, I love that My one. thing is like, oh, I just want to confirm this. I'm like, bitch, read the email I sent right before this. You see what it is. It's confirmed. Like, don't send me another email. There was one of my friends has a boss. It actually works for the state, which is hilarious. And... um. She said, uh, per my last email, I want to confirm this or something. And the other the person will just not respond. So then when they respond and say, did you get my last email? And then they'll respond saying, yeah, you got my first one. And so it's like very that's aggressive. Like, that's like swords out over yeah. email. But it's kind of real. It's like you don't need to like do this. I mean, I don't know. Business needs to be formal and trackable. But also say what you need. Don't give me 17-syllable words to say what's up. Like okay. just – streamline combo anyways um that's some of my favorite parts about the sports or the business world that can transition into sport it's like what is it you, what's your strategic partnerships this is my teammate okay right <laughs> like, what else what else do we need to talk yes. about here we're good if you get it you get it um so we went on a tangent there but i wanted to know you said you were a shy kid coming into like a business professional situation where you don't know people um, if you are an athlete and you have some quote unquote strategic partnerships, some team players on the game or former players, mm-hmm. what are like what's like one thing that's really helped you going into some of these social situations where you knew it was professional but also social um, that kind of helped you break the ice and differentiate yourself from everybody else in the room? Yeah, um, I was a very shy kid, which everyone is is shocked by because if you know me or if you've spent you know two minutes with me, I'm I'm very yeah. I'm just gonna walk up and, and start talking. Um, but so what what I kind of learned and what's helped me is with 
sports, I mean, everyone, you know, your first day of tryouts or practice, everyone's on the same playing field. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's, I kind of had this epiphany where that's a, that's a beautiful thing because even if you, you know, are completely different in, in way, shape, form, belief, where you come from, background, whatever, you're all starting on the same playing field. Well, th there's your common ground. Yeah. And so I think for me, um, kind of what sports allowed me to see is, is that piece specifically. And so now, you know, going into the business side of things and, and professionally, um, I believe in being, you know, learn trial by fire, like throw yourself in there, whatever's yeah. uncomfortable, go do that. And that's a scary thing. I mean, I say that sitting here like it's easy but that's that's a scary thing and that's taken me you know years of practice to figure out and there's a confidence piece that you have to go through but um a lot of you know networking is such a huge thing and that's a whole nother tangent but um being able to walk up to somebody and, and just try to connect the dots and find a common ground is, is huge and you never know what that leads to for you right. and I for example cliff bars lacrosse boom that's all right. you needed 15 years later yeah. we're sitting in your family room drinking <laughs> Coors Lights I mean shit <laughs> It's a beautiful I'm story. I'm not surprised, by the way. I know. But yeah, I think those certain people pop up. And I will say, it's a little bit scary to be, you know, truly your authentic self all the time. Like, that's hard. Yeah. But like, you kind of got that, you're not like, how's the weather? Like, yo, what's up? Oh, I was, I'm bummed out because I just, you know, my phone broke and I can't listen to my favorite Madonna track and now my day's screwed. And now so they're like, like, oh, I, I love yeah. Madonna. Have you ever seen her in concert? No. Like, I hate Madonna. I'm like, cool, bye. We don't need to be friends. Right, right. Like, that, that, you have a couple <laughs> lines and I know what they are now. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Madonna is not one to cross for all, yeah. for all you listeners out there. Take no, we got Madonna. No Taylor shitting on Madonna. Cleo, yeah. Um, but those things, but you kind of throw it out there. It's like, oh, God, you, you kind of get to that authentic point, whether it takes a couple beers or not. It's, oh, that person, they get it. I thought we were completely different. We don't look the same. We're not from the same background. We don't play the same sport. Nothing. Mm -hmm. But we're both, you know, Madonna fans. Or we both love Coors Light. Or we both kind of don't want to be at this meeting, but it's all good. We got to be here. Mm -hmm. Like those little authentic points, while risky, can then on the flip side, as risky as, the, you know, the cost might be, it's as beneficial as the reward might be. And then you're like, damn, I know nothing else about you, but we got that in common. We're homies. Let's definitely get drinks after this. So it's, what's your strategy with business? Or what's this? Like, you probably do things similar to me. Let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um. So I think that's really hard, but it can be incredibly uh, beneficial getting to know people because there's so many thousands of people out there and everyone, even if we're from, you know, Colorado, we both play the cross, we both this, our experience growing up is entirely different. So yeah. the way we communicate, use words and understand is totally different. Um, so I think it's beneficial when people can kind of step outside of themselves and know that, like, listen, we're, we're both nervous nervous to be here. We both don't want to be at this meeting or we both are maybe new to this game and we don't have a lot in common. But even that in itself provides something in common. Like, yeah. we're new. We it's, don't get it. We don't want to be it's here. It's such like, an amazing silver lining that <laughs> yeah. if you're just open enough to, to see it and be brave enough to do that, it's yeah. it's an amazing thing for sure. Absolutely. Well, and then then you can get to the meat of it as far as, like, let's do business or like, let's grab drinks or like, let's just be homies outside of this or, um, whatever. And then on a larger, more cliche level, the world, like we're, we're all so different, but we're underneath, like we're really not that different. Like our basic needs, you know, Maslow's hierarchy, like it's, it's oh boy. very similar. We I know we won't go too deep. <laughs> One more beer for that one. Um, but it's, 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 it's pretty binding. And when you can kind of like, even if you just talk yourself through that pre-meeting or pre-game or whatever, Knowing that, like, whatever you're about to do is safe space because everybody around you is probably in similar mindset relieves so much of that pressure of just like, oh my god, I don't know, are they gonna like me? Are they gonna understand? Do I talk to you faster? It's like, yeah, everyone has their own like 
what ifs or insecurities about something. So then if you know everyone's in the same boat, well, fuck it. We're all here together. I love that we're talking about this and I love that you started a podcast. One, because you're interesting as shit and <laughs> hilarious. Crazy. But two, is because you're ta- you recognize these things and you're talking about them. And for you, yeah. you know, I, I used to coach and I don't coach anymore, but you're, you know, an influence and a mentor with, with kiddos, myself included. And to I'm have- not that old. I actually am. <laughs> <laughs> and to have this this conversation and, and put that out there. I mean, it's so empowering for, for people who listen to this and they're like, oh, that's total bullshit and, you know, kumbaya or, hey, I can really lean into that. I mean, agree, disagree, and different. The fact that you're talking about it and it's in such an empowering way is just, I mean, it's something that I always do whenever I come back to Colorado. I don't live here anymore, but every time I come back, which is once a quarter, we connect and I always feel like my batteries are so recharged. And I know we talked about this when we recorded, when we thought we were recording. (laughs) We weren't. We had to start over. But literally, that's that's the one thing that I'm going to take from our previous 45 minutes to this 45 minutes is that is so, so true and why it's important. You know, you figure out who are your people in your world that you want to surround yourself with, be strong enough to cut out the shit, um, but also be, um, you know, put in the effort to stay connected to those people. And I, I think this is, turmeric and tequila is absolutely one of those things. Ah, well, that makes me, thank you. That makes me Beaming, feel, smiling over so, here. Yeah, I mean, that, that Mission accomplished. so purposeful because... I don't know. I might have six listeners. I might have 600. We don't, we, who knows where it goes, but I know that like things, there has to be a platform out there for people like us to talk about what's out there. And if, like I said before, you can, you know, I'd rather you hate me for what I am than love me for what I'm not. So here's the non-polished marketing version. Here's like the real what it is. And if, if anyone finds it helpful or it is a platform for somebody to speak that otherwise wouldn't be heard. Awesome. Like that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. If one person gets it cliches and it was all worthwhile. Um, but that, that makes me so happy that it is actually, you do feel recharged. And likewise, like as much as it impacts, it like gives back to me and, and it's hard for anyone that's, you know, an entrepreneur kind of forging in space that isn't, you know, the path less traveled or whatever it might be. It's hard to do something before it's a thing, Mm -hmm. um, like strategic partnerships and influencers. And we were kind of doing that back in the day because it was the most cost and time effective solution because companies I worked with couldn't afford traditional avenues of marketing. Like it just kind of became, but it wasn't. I was like, shit, is this a thing? Is this worthwhile? Like, what right. what, the, what am I doing? Right. Um, but I knew it worked. So I don't know. You just kind of cling to it. But it is important, like you just said, to keep those people that believe and, like, are your genuine supporters around. Because regardless of what you're doing professionally, with your family, with your friends, personally, um, it's easy to get caught into the wrong crowd and mindset. And then you miss out on, like, your gifts and, like, your point of being most purposeful. Mm-hmm. And whether that's, you know, being Madonna in front of millions or being Kale in front of Tumor Katila and you got one listener and it's your mom, then, you know, that's what it is. But at least it's authentic. Right. Um, and you're doing your most purposeful self. Yeah. And that's, that's a rewarding thing. I mean, yeah, that's hard to find. And the fact that you found, you know, this, this podcast. Well, we're new yet. We have, we don't have proof of concept entirely, but we have, we got faith. We have your mom and, and my mom. I mean, I could probably pay her to listen to this. So now we got two. All right, good, good. We'll make sure we're recording first and foremost. <laughs> but no, I think it's um, funny how, it, you know, I met with one of my little Grand Beagle Crossers because I, I coached you know years ago um how that circled back and she actually knew another friend that I met with the day before not through lacrosse not through crosser not through fitness just um through other things and like they knew each other and it's it's so funny how I think you know people like us you know you kind of the, the harder you train the better you'll be at sports and fitness the more work you do the better grades you'll get better your resume the harder you work at work you'll, you'll get it's just more 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 um and Katie and I talked about sometimes you just kind of 
you got to let go, believe in what you're doing and let things come to you and let them just happen Mm -hmm. and take faith in that really works against everything we've kind of been trained to do. Yes. But it's funny how like those same people like that were productive and positive pop back into your world and those opportunities come back and like all those skills, you know, that you didn't think mattered or would be applicable, like practice and working through relationships with like on your team because you don't want to pass the ball to them because they suck, but you had to (laughs) understand like where they're coming from and why, and then helping them get to that level or whatever. Yeah. It's now, it all circles back in in your adult life. Yeah. Adult in quotes because we're age-wise there, but I don't know mentally fully. In quotes for sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't I don't know if there was like a, a question or a main statement in there. There's so many good things that come out of this, but I think the main the main thing is that it just it, it translates so much. I mean, whatever lesson you're learning, whatever talent you're trying to, you know, sharpen or whatever, you can just bleed that across so many different avenues. Absolutely. And I think, you know, a couple takeaways where I think life skills are so fostered through sports or theater or whatever your main thing is, like through those niche communities where you're kind of Uh, a community working towards a common goal for the greater good sports theater fitness you know writing whatever is huge and I I think you're doing it more from that authentic space if it's fun or it's a passion you're not really trying to monetize it I mean obviously we're not making money off women's lacrosse but it's such a foundational piece of who we are what we're doing and where we want to go it's crazy but also important to like pull back know where you came from, what you did, and you're like, oh, shit, I've actually done this before. Right. And I think it can play into that confidence piece. Like, I'm at meeting. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, duh, that's, like, first day of lacrosse. Like, right. I don't know who's good. I'm from Colorado. They're probably thinking I'm terrible, which I was, compared to them. And, like, you don't know. Your app, but, like, you've done this before. Right. You know, you've been in that zone, and you were 15 and a half. Yeah. Showed so up, now, been there, yeah. did the same running as everybody else. Yeah. So now at 30, lock and load, like, you're going to be all right. Um, the other piece I also want to touch on, which I don't think we recorded, was the how this social kind of overplays and is a positive within the professional world. Just, you know, social time, getting to know each other. Um, did we cover that yet? Did we already talk about that? I don't think we did on here, no. Okay. Um, but it is, I mean, it's such a big piece. And the cool thing about, uh, you know, playing sports in college and whether you're going down the street to you know, play a sport or you're going, you know, to a different state or the other side of the country like you and I did, it's you meet people from different backgrounds, beliefs, shapes, sizes, everything, and it really broadens your perspective on everything, and, and you get to, you understand kind of how to appreciate that, you know, you might struggle with it, but then you, you get to a place where you can really kind of value that, and that, I mean, that's just a social thing, whether you're um, going to a, a reading group or you're going to your first practice or you're going to um, a meeting, you know, you've been with the company for five years, but you're going to a meeting where you're meeting new people. And it's just, I, I think overall, it's that social piece is just, uh, you figure out, you know, you, you learn to read so much about somebody instead of let's do 16 different emails. So let's just go grab coffee for 20 yeah. minutes and figure it out. And you can read, I mean, body language is such a huge thing for me. Yeah. Um, I, I do you know, two, two and a half hour presentations in front of 200 people all the time. I know. And I was two and ner- a half hours? Yeah. And I was nervous Seriously? about this podcast. Yeah. What the F do you talk about for two and a half hours? A lot. Really? A lot That's of shit. That's a big ass coffee, man. Yeah. <laughs> like- it is. I'm like, I'm not tall enough to see over the podium, but I am like generating on all cylinders that everyone's like, yeah, I can get behind that kid. People are like, yo, is that MC Taylor? You're like, no, it's straight up crap. Like, yeah. It's two hours. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Don't do drugs. Um, um <laughs> But no, I think that's 
That's amazing. That's two hours is crazy. It's but it, that's awesome. I love it though. Like I, yeah. I thrive in that, and like it's so funny. I talk a lot about like you have to, you have to go through your trial, your fire. You got to yeah. go through. There's going to be some pain points along the way in anything, personally, professionally, whatever. Um, but you know, for me, it's so funny because a lot of people. I'm at the point in my career where people are starting to reach out to me, like, "Hey, what are your thoughts on this? What are your opinion? What should yeah. I do?" And that's a really amazing, fulfilling feeling to kind of pass that on. But for for a kid who started, who was so damn shy and just, I don't know what what to talk to anybody about. And yeah. now all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I saw you know a sign for uh, organic broccoli on the way in here. Let's talk about it. People are like, what the hell? But okay, yeah, let's talk about organic broccoli. You know, whatever it is. And you think people might not care about that, but they do. Some way, shape, or form, somebody is going to have something to say about organic broccoli. You well, you in this day and age when it's such a melting pot, regardless of how they look, what clothes they wear, background they come from, you never know that it might be like a kid from the Bronx that's talking about, you know classical music or the kid from suburbia that's talking about steamed broccoli or like you don't really know because it's again information and technology is so widely available Mm -hmm. like the culture and upbringing is everywhere now and i'd love to see it get even more diversified but you never really know when people when and where people are coming in and and from um that that open-mindedness is so crucial because you might have more in common than someone literally you're like there's no way and you're like oh Okay, yeah, we actually listen to the same music or whatever. I I'm like I love finding the very unique things about people. Like I'm, yes. I genuinely love like even if I totally disagree with that person, if they feel really passionate about whatever it is, playing the flute, paint, water paint, whatever. Like finding that and then just under, like appreciating it because you know you're on the same team. You know you bleed from the same thing. I think is so cool. Well, I, as a marketing and branding professional, what I love is you kind of go in and they're like, okay, how do we, you know, we really want to highlight this. We want to do this. And I'm like, all right, well, we, great. You know, you're actually really an awesome human. You have all these crazy little idiosyncrasies that make you yes, you. love it. Like, I don't need to come in and reinvent the wheel and tell you, oh, you know, this is such a good idea. Like, let's create the story. And I'm, I take pride in my creative abilities. But everybody's so different. They do these little weird things that they don't even know they do, like dent the side of their can and turn this to the right. And it's like shit that's just so like weird, but it's so appreciated because it's so unique. Mm-hmm. It's so authentic. And in turn, to put marketing tuxedo on it is so um, monetizable, mm-hmm. you know, because there's everyone out there has their own little weird idiosyncrasies and that people latch onto that. Like they really appreciate yeah. that's, genuine That's reality. how you connect. Yeah. Not over, uh, you know, whatever social media platform there's a piece of that, but like the dent in the can. How many? I've literally met three other people who do that, and they're some of my closest friends now. Seriously? I swear to God. Yeah. So we're not friends anymore because I don't do that? Yeah, you got to figure that out. But. <laughs> well, this cast is good, ladies and gents, yeah. You know what, though? This, <laughs> this is way better than our first 45 minutes. I, I know. Universe speaks. They're like, bitches, redo it. We're cutting this you off. Guys, like you that. guys suck. Yeah. Figure it out. We don't want to hear your cliche stories. Go go freaking bong another beer and come <laughs> yeah. back. Don't bring us your Davey. Yeah, that's real. But I do think, um, as just kind of kicking back as a comm major i'm going to apply some of my you know hundred thousand plus degree here yeah um communication i don't remember the exact stat but like 70 percent of communication is nonverbal, aka yes. your body language body language dude and it's so real and i would this is my one piece of advice i think most of my season freshmen know this but when you walk into a room and like your arms are closed and your shoulders are kind of slung low you're looking down there's no eye contact you're like oh okay well that person's either really nervous or they don't want to talk to me they're unapproachable mm-hmm. you know maybe they're, all they're thinking is i'm nervous i don't know anyone what have you 
So a word to the wise, even if you are unsure and unconfident or don't know, like present yourself. Like I always say, like open heart, open mind. Um, even when I want to do something because you don't know really what's coming, even if you've been around the game for a minute, your chest is open, your eyes are open, like heart is literally open, mind is literally open. You don't know what's going to come in. And you, you at the very minimum, you can understand that you're being open to other people. So other open people will come to you. Mm-hmm. Even if you have nothing, you know, in common with them, it's like, listen, I'm just here. I'm figuring this out. You you are too. Let's talk. Let's see what you do and don't have in common and let's work forward from there. On the flip side too, like I'm all about body language. I find it like fascinating. I've really like leaned into it hard because I give two and a half hour presentations in front yeah. of a room of, you know, a hundred people. And, you know, for me as the presenter, I look at the audience and their body language is yeah. huge to me too. And I feel like that's sometimes a piece that isn't always talked about because you're putting so much pressure on, you know, the presenter or the person who's going to make the pitch or you're the one introducing yourself to this new group or whatever. There's so much on you, but on the flip side, be aware that you're also giving off, you know, as the receiver, yeah. a certain type. So, whether you're the new kid on the team and you're walking onto the field and, you know, if you're really nervous, but you're also seeing and receiving nervous energy. I mean, it's just that that just closes off the gate right there. And you could be loving what you're hearing, but maybe like your boyfriend's texting you and you're in a fight, so you're not paying attention or whatever. You got to understand that that person, that presenter sees you. Yeah. Um, I actually remember in one of the best documentaries ever, Madonna's Truth or Dare. Of course. Um, It's like 20 years old, but she would say, you know, I hate when they put the freaking corporate suits in my the front of my concerts because they sit there in their tuxedo and whatever and they don't pay attention don't give a shit they just got free tickets because they're on you know a business outing and then you have diehard fans way in the back that couldn't afford tickets yeah she's like and it just sucks my energy to see them so uninterested in what's going on yeah and honestly they might have felt social pressure pressures to not be crazy jumping up and down or maybe they were just who knows right but it is such a miscommunication and you're taking away from the person up front so even in a business meeting, like you can be Madonna here. Okay. Um, Perfect. Yeah, if you are that listener, like just be conscious of the vibes you're giving off because you might think it's not noticeable, but more than likely it is. Particularly if you're someone that's like you, being conscious of your own language, you're obviously going to be conscious of theirs. Yeah, 100%. And I, I don't know if this is a spinoff or not, but um, I wanted to make sure that I asked you this. I'm putting you on the spot oh, right now. I've totally taken all over this, this podcast. <laughs> I'm so nervous, by the way. Welcome to KDG's podcast. Bye, Gail. <laughs> um, so I asked this about a lot of people is what's the best piece of advice you've ever received whether it's personally professionally but like this is something that I think is I do this with like literally almost everyone I meet every interview it's the question I ask and I have like a little somebody's gonna steal this all six of our Uh listeners I was gonna say that's five more than you really know but yes carry on I uh I ask this question and then I have like a little book that I write it down in and then like who said it and Mm so I've done this since I you know like graduated interviewed whatever and so now I have this huge book of like 20 pages of all these people and all this awesome advice okay so I feel you being a mentor and as long as I've known you and kind of the different way that you look at the world that's my question to you best piece of advice best ever piece received of advice ever received um oh man I, I think it's oh, so many things and I will I will say this is a caveat to what I'm going to say I think the most important thing um that we can do not only as like women, um, but as people that want to be, you know, influential or leaders or supporters or whatever, people that want to help other people, um, is help them when you can, like just extend that gratitude. Like if you can be any, be beneficial in their journey in any capacity, I truly believe that comes back a hundred percent. And that, that wasn't a word of advice. That's just something I would put out there. Like 
I mean, I've spun on so many levels, like my career and quote unquote, it's kind of like common to what it is and like influencer marketing. It was, it was, I was doing it before it was a thing, not because I knew, just because of circumstance. But like, I just kept believing and I had a lot of really good people help me and yeah. like give advice and like take a chance on me or what have you. So I'd always say, do that, believe in people, keep the right people around you and then just help where you can. But I, I really think the most general, not even advice would probably be like growing up, my mom was always like... When you go to college or when you do that, she always positioned me as when I was going to do something great or like she'd always be like, oh, you're so from New York. Like you're so just doing your own thing. You're so independent. And it was just like positive feedback that was just kind of instilled before I knew it was a thing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's incredible. And and here's the, the but the, and, but it wasn't strategic, but that's really just how my mom was. Like she mm-hmm. was literally born to be a mom. Like that, that was her profession. That was her career. That's what she did. Um, so she was kind of the one that was like, and to this day, she's like, follow your heart. Like, it's so simple, but like literally just really kicked back. And I listened to like all the intuitives and like, you know, the leaders and the people, the self-help gurus and like all the things. I love like my far-fetched humans. But it gets really that simple to like, take a minute. Like, what do you actually want to do here? Like, what do you really care about? Forget about money. Forget about team. Forget about these things that are really heavyweight factors. Like, what is authentic to you? And that's really hard to have that transparency Yeah, with totally. 100%. So it was nice that my mom was, you know, kind of the one that's like, let's talk about it. Be it. My dad was the one that always like showed up. He was like our biggest fan. He was like, yo, whatever. If, if you know, we're cheering for this team. If, you know, the coach isn't right, you know, she's fired. That's done. Or company that was going to hire you didn't or they like, contracted or whatever. He's like, I'm never using that product. Like he was always biggest fan. So it was kind of like my mom was the voice and my dad was the action. Love it. Uh, yeah. So those two pieces are always kind of in the back of my mind. Like if all else fails, you know, I did what I thought was right, and I really fucking tried. Mm-hmm. And if I can walk away knowing those two things, check the boxes, and that's not always the case. Trust me, there's much a lot of evolution in these things. Um, I, I really think it's that simple. Like, it doesn't need to be, like, this really deep, complicated advice. It's like, yo, motherfucker, get to know yourself. Do you actually want to do this? Does really resonate with your core values, who you are, what you want to be, what you want to be doing? And does it feel right? Like, mm-hmm. do you want to show up to this? Um, I think your answers can get pretty black and white, whether it's career, sports, relationships, you know, decisions in your life. That's it. So that was a really freaking long answer to your question. No, I love it. And sorry, I'm passing the baton back to you because this is your podcast. (laughs) I just got permission to speak again. Thank you. Thank you, Katie G. Sorry. I'm so nervous. (laughs) This bitch is in sales. Um, I think also of all the advice that you've heard, what is like some of the stuff that stands out the most to you? God, I knew you were going to ask. I knew you were going to come back with this. Passing the ball right back. Um, Savage. Yeah. This is our cardio for the day, by the way. Yeah, seriously. I'm going to need a nap after this. I mean, mentally, <laughs> Jesus. Um, a, a lot of things stick out. I mean, one is, is um, you know, don't just don't just say something, you know, follow up on it. What, what's that saying? It's like a cliche way to say it. It's like, don't just say, act what you do. Don't say it, spray it. No, just dude. Um, actions speak louder than words. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a spin on it. <laughs> Um, let me say do the Dougie. I don't know. Teach me how to Dougie. I'll yeah. do it. No, actions speak louder than words. That's something like personally, like I, I look at it. Or do like, unto others as they do unto you, the golden rule. Mm, no, it was okay, more the action. Yeah. Okay. Screw that one. Carry on. <laughs> it's the, uh, the actions speak louder than words. Yeah. I think um, finding the silver lining is really like, that's kind of like a brand thing for me personally. Like everyone's, you know, trying to create whatever brand for whatever. Yeah. For me, that's a big one is finding the, the silver lining and everything but that's you know that's how I think um 
challenge the status quo comes up a lot. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and I love that because it's so empowering and it's not it's not subjective to one thing. It's that can that translates to everything, anything yeah. that you're doing. Um shoot, what was the other one that was really, really good? I think that's it. You put that's it. Yeah, that's I'm it. I'm every woman, Whitney Houston. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, when in doubt, like quote <laughs> yeah. a famous singer, you're good. Yes. I was gonna say, put that in all these smart people you've heard from. Be like, I'm every woman, KO, and it's stolen from Whitney Houston. <laughs> because you love me, Celine Dion. Yes. Done. Exactly. <laughs> Titanic, y'all. Um, no, but I think that's fascinating. What made you want to start said journal or this? training of thought like where'd this come from so we now we're getting back into like the actual like business side of this podcast so i um find there's a huge disconnect specifically with people my age i'm 29 holding on to that dearly go um but just like people who are like new or entry level into into a new position or a new career whatever it is is we like lean on your resources my god you don't have to get in front of the president of the company or you don't have to get in front of you know the the head coach at a recruiting tournament, you know, you just, even though you did both. Yeah, I did with flying colors. <laughs> yeah, my girl. Um, but just, you know, lean on your resources, whether it's, um, you know, they can be at the same level or even beneath you. Like I, I love asking not beneath you in that sense. It sounded terrible, but people who are, you know, at a, at a newer piece in their, their career than you are. I've been with the company yeah. four years, so I'm still like a newer, you know, beneath a lot of different people in that sense. Um, but just leaning into kind of other people, there everyone has a different perspective on things, and I find that fascinating. And so whether I agree or disagree, I want to hear it because right. because it challenges how I think about things. So I just kind of looked at, um, you know, how cool would that be if with all these people who are at these levels or different walks of life or, you know, have this different upbringing or experiences, if I can somehow kind of extract, like, what's your tagline for that? Yeah. Like, how cool would that be to just have this, like, this, you know, documentation of all of that? That's amazing. I pull that from my hat all the time. And, and like, interviewing people or in conversation, or, like, what is the situation? Like, what's the context around you collecting this data? Um, I'm not an airplane. Are you working for Google? No. I, <laughs> shit, call me. Um, I'm not an airplane talker. I know you are. I think you've said that in one of your previous podcasts. I mean, podcasts. depends on how many gin and sodas I've had, but yeah. Or tequilas. Or, or tequilas, yeah. Turmeric tequila. Turmeric tequila. Um, we usually do gin to write turmeric and tequila. Different podcasts, but yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, it's anything. Like, if I'm just... Meeting some, you know, if I'm sitting next to somebody on an airplane and I'm like, shit, I really don't want to talk about, you know, zebras, which is what they want to talk about. I'll pull that this shit me, out. Yeah. <laughs> and then I get to actually control the conversation. But no, in an interview, I always, at the end of every interview, and I've been on, I mean, in five years of professional career, I've been on like 81 different interviews. Seriously? A lot. Hiring people? Um, no, more. I've only... Or your own, for yourself. For myself, yeah. Oh, I was shit. I was pretty... Wait, and you interview the interviewee saying... Thank you. Yeah. I'm here to interview. Yeah, By I the took way, over. I took over the podcast. Took over the interview. Okay, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, your next president, KG. <laughs> Get out of here, politics. Yeah, you keep trying to force that. It's not I, happening. Oh, I know. There's another on a different podcast. We had Chloe and um, Sarah uh, McNerney, and I, Chloe. I'm like, dude, I, I think I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm just gonna announce to you without you knowing that you're gonna be running for president. So well, maybe you guys can run together. Well, let's go back to your taboo word, influencers. Like, if you tell oh, me, I know. Like, whoever you tell me to. You know, hey, this girl's running for president and vote for her. Done. I don't, I don't <laughs> okay, need any other, like, I don't yeah. even know the anatomy of that. I'm done. I just got to sell her on running, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's, um, 
Fortunately, I think, you know, through that filter of fitness, friends, what have you, you meet incredible people, but then you just like stumble upon incredible people from their group of friends or connects. Mm -hmm. And it's a kind of like this ever growing bigger tribe. And like, that was a connect of a connect. So I mean, I think Sarah, this other cast introduced me to Chloe and, um, you know, then Laura's happened, some other opportunities, how we've worked together. Um, she was out at this Rolling Stone event we went to and, um, it's just crazy how you don't know somebody for that long, but then you have so much in common because they were friends of your friends and it's just like immediate commonalities yeah so anyways you guys would totally get along and it would totally be like maybe this is a presidency i don't know what, what could happen but it would be great to see some strong women up there that can drink and have fun and get shit done <laughs> i love how literally every time we connect i'm either we kind of do this it's a, like a really nice balance like yeah i'll throw you someone like hey you gotta go grab coffee with them and oh, then you show sure. me someone and I think that we talk so much about, you know, sports and social and, and your network and your people and who you surround yourself with. I mean, it is incredible. And it yeah. just, I mean, I don't know. It's cool that there's that balance in there. Well, it streamlines process where it's very much like fun party. But it seriously, it's like I know Katie's filters on people. I know she knows mine. So she's like, never mind. Call this person. I'm like, cool, done. And like, you don't ask questions. And that is such a priceless um, Priceless, trust. yes. It, it, it's, it's, I never take it for granted. That's why I'm always so conscious in, with who I connect and like how that connects going to be, which you can't really control people. But um, I'm careful in how I make those connections. So I know it's viewed as valuable when I'm connecting on both sides. Um, but the process that that streamlines and the commonalities that are there, it's like it's almost like your friends in, in such short time. And if you don't talk every day, like there's such a, a mutual understanding mm. of commonalities and similar perspective but mostly that it's someone that wants to be and do better as cliche as that sounds mm -hmm. like that's kind of the tribe yeah. and a very simplified understanding of like I think you know our world and like the people that surround it all the cliches I have no I have literally <laughs> nothing else to add I'm just sitting here like blinking doe-eyed and all like record yeah this, record this um yeah no, I, and and the irony is we're sitting here you know drinking a few beers kick back, you know, we're getting work done, but it's still uh, laissez-faire, if you will, but something that is deeply passionate, I know, for both of us. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, however, however much, you know, beer you slang or turmeric and tequila, you know, we do this podcast or whatever, like our days are numbered. Like you only have so much time to do what you want to do. And regardless of who's cutting big checks and whatnot, it's it's who you're working alongside to what, what's your mission? What are you doing? And, and how much are you enjoying it? Like that is such right. a crucial piece. Yeah. And I, I, that was a big thing for me too, is cause I used to not with this company, but previously was kind of like, Oh, I, you know, I've got to make a living and I got to buy a house by this age and I got to, yeah. you know, get a dog by that age, blah, blah, blah. And now it's more of, I want to enjoy and have value and self-worth and everything that I'm doing. And yeah. So finding that is not an easy click of the button, but I think if you, you know, can kind of work towards that and and after a certain amount of time I mean if you can find that that's yeah. incredible that's a sweet spot and I think the easy I would agree with you it's really hard to get to that because there are things that you're you're told you're supposed to want like the house like these milestones that are supposed to matter mm -hmm. and they might that's okay but I would just say like any to anyone that is listening this might be useful and, and very elementary make sure it actually matters to you like do you care about having a house or do you care about traveling the world like if you're you know if you care at 30, like to have these things, let's say you do have a house, but, but you really care about traveling and you haven't seen anything, 
Well, like, was that, is that, is that meaningful to you? Is that, you know, a mile marker that's actually meaningful to you? Regardless of what society or like really powerful marketing, which is a whole other conversation, um, has painted this picture of what it's supposed to be, pull back. Yeah. Like, know that all those, that influence on marketing, society, or parents, or whatever is there, but like, take some time to really get to know you and what you want and let that kind of shape the steps you want to take. Um, and I only say that because I'm 38 and it's, I've taken time to be like, well, okay, I'm, I'm really not good at following rules and falling into line, thank God, which just, you know, cost me a lot of time and energy, but, you know, we, we're here. Um, but that was never my skill set, and thank goodness, because that's not what I'm doing now professionally. Yeah. But it took time for me to understand, like, oh, yeah, you're actually not good at following the rules, so why don't you just do what you're going to do? And, like, this, these things I don't actually care about that I thought I was supposed to, but I do care about this, like, da 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 So it, it's hard to get to that, but I think if you pull back and just, like you said, get to know what you really want it can make the journey that much easier and that much more enjoyable. I mean, this is why this this podcast is going to be, whether it's six followers or 600 or you end up on Ellen, which I hope yeah. to God yeah. one day you that's do. What, that's why I bought, I bought neon pants. That's what I'm wearing on Ellen. I'm putting in the universe right now. Perfect. I'll and help I'll you with that. start doing squats again. <laughs> yes, seriously. Um, but I think that's, like, this is beautiful that you, I'm so glad that you started this podcast because you do think that way and you do, like, not only, you have the strength and the courage to actually do it and then to you know, that's just a way to think about it to like recharge your buttons is like yeah. the, the the tag or how you explain what turmeric and tequila is, is really like, let's shake shit up and disrupt yeah. this like mundane, you know, whether it's how you cook this or how you look at that or, I mean, it's just, it's an awesome thing to be able to be that voice who actually like disrupts like the 2.5 white pick fence kind of thing. Yeah. So I dig it. Thank you. I genuinely appreciate that. And that's not to take away from the ones that do want picket fence and all this. That's awesome. Yeah. I just, we have so many like really powerful, cliche, but like magical people It's empowering. It's empowering. Yeah. But they have really great things to say in their way of saying it or their way of learning it or their way of living it. And we can learn so much from that. And if everybody was just a little bit more themselves, man, the world would be easier. Like people not trying to be somebody. And again, I know that's hard, but like. I have faith in our young people that they will be like, no, I don't really feel the pressure to do shit. So oh my I'm God. just going to do it my way. My younger, awesome. Younger people I meet are, are so much more like badass than I am. Yeah. Like, well, I, I think this is funny and that's stupid, so I'm going to go this way. And I'm like, shit. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's the way. And my, I think that's good. My nephew the other day, I told him a joke and he was like, that's not funny. I'm, I don't want to talk to you for the next 10 minutes. I was like, that's my only best joke I have right there. Back to the sheet. You're going to have to start asking for life advice and jokes I now. Know. I was actually thinking about asking you that, but I didn't want to retake over your podcast. So uh, she's, she's, this is why she's good at what she does. She comes in. She doesn't let you know that she's writing the show. There's a strategy. There's oh, a strategy. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Meanwhile, people are like, yo, she's just drinking in the corner. Oh, wait. She actually owns a company now did anyone see that did anyone know what's going on it's i wish like i i feel like i have people tell me this too is i have a really good poker face oh for sure yeah so you don't know if i'm you know like if you're driving me crazy or if i'm genuinely enjoying talking to you um for you it's the latter for sure i appreciate that my (laughs) other rule of thumb is the more annoyed you are it's probably the more more fun for me so 100 you don't want to get that i could see you thriving like that you like to poke the bear (laughs) absolutely um but yes i have a really good poker face but i don't know how to play poker like, well, you're playing like poker of life. I, I know, but like if There's I actually shades we could run on here, I, feel uh, like. I, I mean, it's all you can translate to <laughs> yeah, wherever you want it. to. But if I knew how to play poker, you know, like go to Vegas, win big. I mean, yeah. how, how fucking cool would that be? Well, you got time. 
Yeah, Forget UFC fighting. She was going to be a UFC fighter for a minute, which I wholeheartedly believe that could still be a thing. But I know. People, people are mad at me. I've told them lately, like, hey, I ducked out of that. And they're, like, mad about it. They're like, are you kidding me? I wasn't mad. I was just, I was sad because I think it could really be a thing. Mad, sad, yes. But same, I do same, think, same. I mean, this is kind of like you talking about, like, what, what you know, should I, should, should I, shouldn't I be doing? It's like, where are you most purposeful? Like, mm-hmm. where... Is it husband and kids? Is it professional? Is it UFC fighter? Like, I don't know what right answer is. Nobody but the, them themselves knows. Um, but I have full faith you're going to find your most purposeful path. I, I'm kind of stunned it is not that. Or maybe not yet. What, the MMA it. thing? Yeah. Mm, um, TBD. But we'll see. Yeah. I would love to see you crush the corporate space and then go beat the shit out of people. Yeah. That's American tequila right there. 100%. Yeah. 100%. It's just a matter of can your body freaking handle that? That's true. I mean, I'm taking, like, joint pills, and I'm 29. Well, we played hard thus far. We have. D1 lax. Your charcoal pills helped me a lot, too, yeah, with gotcha. the amount you of drinking. Yeah, I got you. got what's up. Anyone out there sell charcoal Pedialyte, pills, let us know. some electrolyte tabs. We got you. Um, okay, well, let's... Closing notes, um, which we'll, we'll do another one of these. I like like the check back in. If you could manifest... And this is heavy, and you got to be careful what you say. But, like, if you could manifest one thing, what would it be? Right now. Give me more, like, context around that. Like, manifest. Like, what I, is, like, I mean, like, what's, like, a real, not, like, peace on earth, which we all want. But, but like, change the world? Backstage tickets to Madonna. Uh, y- yeah, I mean, no, mostly for you. Like, if you could manifest maybe, I don't know, having a family or having a TED Talk or being in MMA or getting along with my family and taking them on a cruise, like kind of any which way you want to go, like what would be that piece of the puzzle? I would think um, for, I'll do me personally and then kind of like humankind if that's okay. Okay. A and B. Okay. So A personally would be uh, a platform at at some point. I don't, I don't think I'm ready for that. I think I have a lot to learn and a lot to grow and develop, but I would love to, I, there's such a responsibility with, Pro athletes, musicians, you know, Ellen on TV, whoever it is, there's such a responsibility with that. And I think, I like to think, like, I'm a good person and I got, you know, my ducks in a row and my morals are straight. That I think that's, that would be, you know, I, I kind of expect people to, if you if you are that way and you you got it, like, you have a responsibility to, to have that. So I think one day if, if I'm, you know, honored enough to be given a certain platform, like I want to Besides make sh- my podcast, right? Well, this <laughs> is huge. That's why I told you I was pretty nervous about it. Okay. But I think like I'm, I'm excited for if I ever get that chance, I want to make sure that I capitalize and, and do justice to that. So that's kind of me personally. Okay. Whatever that looks like, yes. like RVP, CEO, like starting a new company, whatever it is. And then for humankind, I think is just, this is so cliche and I I hate cliches, but really just like acceptance. And I don't think acceptance in like, you know, just like tolerance. It's acceptance. Like you think about the world glass half empty. I think about it half full and that sucks and that's hard and there's barriers in that. But I I can appreciate why you think that way because of X, Y, Z. And I'm, I'm just accepted of it. Like I'm, I'm open to that. So I think like the more accepting we can be and just kind of looking at our differences as, as a, as kind of a a fascinating piece versus some like a barrier between us. I think it's like embracing the differences versus like, yeah, I think embracing is huge. This is why you're the owner of the podcast (laughs) because I talk for 10 minutes and then you're like, all right, 30 seconds. Here it is. Yeah. Uh, Well, kind of, I've had so many meetings. It's just about laps and reps. Um, you could kind of, again, put on the tuxedo and take off the tuxedo when needed. But I think, yeah, those are really 
critical pieces. The platform is amazing. So like TV, radio, anything to just kind of further your voice, right? Yeah, and it's Am I digesting that correctly. Yeah, and it's not it's not more so like I have a ton of shit to say. Again, it's not ego based. Yeah, I have I have a ton more to learn and stuff, but I think I just find that if you're lucky enough to be given that platform, yes. you better damn well be prepared and have the right message like locked and loaded to deliver and you better do it justice. Well, dude, I hate to break it to you. This is my whole influencer conversation. You already have that. Like, whether your influence is six people or, you know, 4,000 as core employees, you said you were on, what, 80 interviews? 80 plus yeah, interviews? Yeah, a lot, Dude, yeah. all those are, like, instrumental. I mean, any interview I have been on, which has not been a lot because I've always kind of forged my own thing, um, helmet in tow, uh, you remember those. Like, those interview points or, like, interviews with coaches or, like, to get into college. Or, like, those are moments in your life you remember. It's so, like, mm-hmm. dude, you're already there. And this is – and I, I could not agree with you more about the accepting the responsibility around that because if one person is your, you know, 50 million, you have impacted someone's world in some capacity. And we have a lot of conversations. I get this a lot of my fitness females – my life changed when someone called me fat or this or that. So if you can think that one comment impacted somebody so negatively, mm-hmm. we got to really be responsible for our daily conversations in addition to being able to speak freely, which I'm very passionate about, and recognizing, okay, if that can be so negatively impacting, how positive could be? Where it's like... 100%. Oprah's like, you know, she said somebody at some point said, adult to her, like, you're as cute as a speckled pup or something like this. And she's like, I don't even know what a speckled pup is, but I remembered feeling beautiful that day and it changed the way I carried myself. So it's like oh, this, okay. It's this one little point of impact. Yeah. That has that ripple effect that goes down to everything else. So I'm going on and on here, but taking back a hold of my own podcast. Uh but I know I, I couldn't agree with that more. So the platform's there. I'm super excited for you to further embrace that. You're like beaming smiling yeah. over here. I love, I love it because it. it's you get to see and this is why these are my humans. Because like it's all there, it's all within and now it's just like it's coming out with zero desire to be, you know, Madonna, Oprah, all these things. But, dude, it's already happening. Yeah, I could never be famous. I'd be scared shitless. Oh, careful. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Here we go. No, I'm, 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 like, I, I'm with you. I think there's a, a good way to um, be purposeful, whether that's whatever that platform is. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that's happening through professional, through lacrosse, through all these things. Like, there's a lot of people listening. Yeah. What do we think? Not on this podcast, but in life. Um but that's amazing. Well, thank you for doing thank this. Thank you so much. You're I so told you this was so like awesome. a life goal. Yeah. I feel like we're going we like to hug after too. this. Absolutely. Like, let's get fired up. <laughs> we're going to crush beer cans in our hand and tag cores, and they're going to tell us to get the hell out of here. Oh. Um, but no, that's amazing. I since We're going to catch back up. We'll do this again in like six months or a year and like just check in. I think it'll be really cool to see where things are at. Yeah. Um, we'll fucking press record. Good God. Yeah. Uh, part of my language slash keeping it real. Um. <laughs> So that's it. Thank you for listening. Please check us out. It's on iTunes and Spotify, blah, blah, blah. Turmericandtequila.com. Uh, Katie G, where can we find you? You um, want to be found. Yeah, that was my first question. <laughs> my Instagram is pretty unique. It's my name, Katie Gerhard. There you go. Uh, look for great things to come. She, You're not even going to give a shout out. I'm going to buy your favorite beverage. Oh, God. Uh, Coors Light. Well, I didn't know how much I could plug here. You can do whatever you want. No one's listening yet, so... But honestly, like, uh, talking about bleeding for a brand and and looking through the bullshit... the, the Coors family, Miller Coors in general, I mean, that, that we're the good guys in the industry, 100%. And so um, there's just a lot of appreciation for, you know, doing things the right way and, and you know, delighting the, the world's drinkers. So there you go. Cheers to... Responsibly. Uh, cheers to... Yeah, absolutely. Cheers to Thursday afternoon. Cheers. Thanks, you guys.
Thank you for joining Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Tune in next time and don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.